evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges podcast, or T-O-Triple-T-B. My name is Greg Dykes, and I shall be your dungeon master for this evening. Tonight, our party are having to tackle with a rampaging Triceratops, and Master Percival Silverlight has jumped across the beast to try and wrestle with it and get it under control. What will the party make of this rampaging dino, and what will they make of its owners? capable as they clearly are to find out more about our podcast you can find us all over the social medias at t-o-triple-t-b podcast that's t-o-t-t-t-b podcast but tonight i now invite you to join us for an adventure giddy up The Log of Percival Silverlight We decided that we should check in on Grandfather's Tembe after our shared dream and see if there is any correlation with the foreboding vision we all shared at the Temple of Savras. We have come away with more questions than ever, though as poor Grandfather Zatembe is in a state of extended unconsciousness. We do not know what has caused it exactly, but our fingers are crossed he makes a recovery. Steve, a temple acolyte, has informed us that he knows nothing of shared dreams. Dejected, we made our way to the meeting with Ikene, only to be bowled over, quite literally for some of us, by a slowly rampaging Triceratops. Adventure! So I'd, I'd like to, uh, to grab those reins. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's seen... Uh, riders do it where you kind of you pull back on the reins um, gotcha and, and shout whoa nearly or something okay roll me a uh, animal handling check please <gasps> I got a natural 20 oh god I got okay. a natural 20 have you have you got any animal handling that no I have no animal handling whatsoever <laughs> But I got Silicrees looking at him just like, what the fuck? Like, she has <laughs> no, no, and she has. Just... What happens? <laughs> what happens here is because of the way Percival's laid this out, and the way I think would be perfect for Percival is it is one hundred percent going to do the rearing up, um, like rears up onto two legs, uh, looking majestic despite the rain. Um, and Siliqui, I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from you as the creature suddenly rears up <laughs> while you're stood behind him. But Siliqui, 
queer as a monk, so she has got good debts as well. Well, so that is true. Her balance would be good. Were you expecting it, though? Well, yeah, personally, it's that. Nothing's going to happen. We're all through the check. What is it? It's dexterity. Dexterity saving 15. throw. 15. Okay, yeah. It takes you by surprise, probably because you weren't expecting it to work, but you do manage to grab onto um, <laughs> Percival. And it's unfortunately much to your consternation. While it prevents you from falling, it just adds to this image of Percival uh, rearing up this triceratops, looking majestic, with a young lady like gripping on for dear life behind him. <laughs> So basically, what what he's done is he's recreated a Boris Valero painting. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and Siliqui, for better or worse, you are part of that. Um, <laughs> so you probably don't want to be. Is she holding Percival with one hand or both hands? Um, my uh, mental image is that you would just sort of like grip on with both hands for best grip. But if you want to say you gripped on with one hand, you can do. Uh, it's up to you. Yeah, if she's got one hand there and she's got the other hand slightly over her face, is in. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I would like to be like thrusting my sword into the air <laughs> with a natural uh, 20 you have, I think you have possible. A, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you had a whip in your hand you could, oh, you could throw true. that in the air I think that's that's, I, that's stretching I, the limits I, of the natural 20 fine, okay, okay. <laughs> no actually no um, no I, I think it's totally possible <laughs> alright fine <laughs> Just because you got a natural twenty, I feel like I feel like this has become an eighties hair metal like LP cover artwork. Like no, it's it's van art. Silicry <laughs> is just oh god. With that, with that natural twenty and a uh, and the wonderful animal handling, you manage to bring the beast to a stop. It does that rear, and its legs come crashing back down, and. Rana and uh, Zibi, you guys feel the ground reverberate, even above the din of the rain. You see, amazingly, somehow, Percival has brought this Triceratops to a stop in one go with that Wonelli. Um, <laughs> it is quite fortunate, because the way the uh, Triceratops was starting to turn, it looked like it was going to be heading for the jewel market, which undoubtedly would not have ended well if the no. Triceratops had continued to run. Wow. However... With uh, Percival's unprecedented level of animal handling, competence. <laughs> yep, you managed to uh, you managed to, to calm the beast. It breathes clearly. It's a bit winded too. Perhaps it had decided actually, you know, it's it's run its course. But you managed to turn, and you see galloping up behind you is the forms of the two men that were chasing it: the man and the halfling, running slightly warily of the giant spider that just sort of appeared beside them. And Rana, I don't know whether or not are you going to change back into human form or are you just going to stay a spider? <laughs> I love the idea of him just rocking oh, up man. behind them. That's just a spider. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does that, like, you know, like how, like, you know, a, a, like, or a, a, a geezer goes, right, but, like, you know, they sort of like, all right, but they do the head sort of back. A head nod. You know, like, yeah, like, head. Rana. Rana's doing that as a spider, just his head back without any sound. <laughs> Rana. Rana waves his pedipalps, which are both oh, yes. little furry appendages either side of the mouth. <laughs> Rana waves his pedipalps in a friendly greeting and attempts to say hi, which comes out as a sort of demonic chittering sound. <laughs> you know, like rats in the walls, dear yep. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then, depending on the response, he'll then act accordingly. 
<laughs> so that's brilliant. Are we out of initiative by now as well? Uh, yes. Yeah, we have. Okay, cool. Yeah, we have dropped out of initiative again. So, you guys have, think... uh, have tamed the triceratops. Soliloquy says to him, oh, he says, I think he says hello. The man is, is clearly, again, he's, he's quite winded from the run. And he just says, oh, th- thank you. Uh, it's, it's quite, uh, oh, oh, it's all right. I've, I've seen many a strange thing in my, in my time in Chult. Oh, I, thank you. Thank you again. And he's just sort of, uh, Zibby, he's probably got up to you and is now just kind of like leaning on you. <sighs> One moment. Ugh. And then coming up behind is just, with every other step, it's just a wheeze, just kind of like, thank you, thank you for catching Zorbo, Zorbo, Zongo, even. What's the damn? I'm so knackered. Oh, it doesn't matter. (laughs) After a few moments of uh, heavy breathing, um, are either of you going to talk to them while they're just trying to catch their breath, or uh, are you going to wait for them to say the first thing? I I think that uh, at at this point, Percival, he he swings his leg over the side of... uh, 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 over so the, the side of the triceratops. Siliquid pushes him. Off. But he just slides down the side of the triceratops. No, um, no, 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 no. Siliquid's <laughs> just shoved you. As soon as you put your foot back over, she shoved you. John, John, make me an acrobatics check, please. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if this happens. Oh, natural twenty. Oh, okay. Um, <sighs> Damn it. Um, so 13 yep so you manage to slide on down but the push from Siliqui does slightly overbalance you and you just you stumble ever so slightly as you get down and uh, yeah there's just there's, there's just the tiniest hint of your leg maybe getting stuck in the stirrup but you manage to you just manage to get out and away from that just smooth oh, so <laughs> Perfect, perfect opportunity to reference El Dorado, and that just didn't happen. Um, <laughs> damn it, dice. Anyway, ah, my good men, I do see that I have found your triceratops. Ah, in, indeed, good sir, indeed. Ah, thank you for stopping Zongo. Farul, at your service. The man uh, makes a bow, and this is my esteemed manservant, Gondalo. Please to uh, meet you. Gondalo is clearly still catching his breath. Um, uh, but he, he makes it a perfunctory sort of half bow, but it could just be him just wheezing still. So the queen's still sat on top of the <laughs> triceratops. She's got one leg sort of over it, but you know, by this point she's basically she, she, she's straddled it properly. But she's, um, she's bent one leg up sort of more comfy as though she's sitting listening to him first. So she's got like one leg bent. Um, and then she yeah. kind of almost as a slight salute is in you know just taps her everybody says his name she's like hello mm. <laughs> alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> might we be uh, thanking for your help ah well good sirs your day is truly getting better my name is Percival Silverlight and these are my companions and we're the fisherman's friends fisherman's friends Silverlight the the Silverlight. Yes, the Silverlight. <sighs> is that a sigh from Silicon? Sibi looks at Percy and goes, Can we not go anywhere where people don't know you? Um, why should there be? Well, I'm hoping we can find one. You know. <laughs> 
Right there oh, with you, Zippy. I just simply... <laughs> I adore your work, sir. I absolutely love it. It's such a wonderful thing to meet you. And he just he, he grips your hand and just he's just shaking it and just saying, it's such an honour, sir. Really, really it no, is. No, such no, no. The honour is all yours. Um, I... <laughs> May I introduce to you uh, my companions? Uh, this is the lovely and uh, sometimes quite violent Siloquy. Hey. <laughs> lovely to meet your acquaintance, young lady. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the shiny man there that your, uh, your manservant has, has kind of poured lightly is, is uh, the Reverend Zibby. Uh, actually, no, that was, uh, that was Farul was, uh, oh, was leaning sorry. against Zibby. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gondolo uh, didn't Gon- even Gon- get to Gondolo it. kind yeah. of came up, yeah, didn't quite make it. <laughs> he he's just sort there. of like, he's just kind of, yeah, he's actually kind of knelt oh. down, just still In trying to like catch his breath. He might die any minute, you know. <laughs> the, the shiny man that, that you, my good man, <laughs> have poured lightly. Uh, you might want to give him a handkerchief or something to buff out those grubby bits. Um, this is the Reverend Zibby. Hey, nice to meet you. You're right there now. I'm uh, much, much better for having uh, sorted this. It could have been uh, ooh, not very good for the two of us if uh, old Zongo here had uh, run amok. Ah, oh, you silly girl. He now sort of moves towards the Triceratops and gives it a bit of a scratch behind the crest. And uh, may I also uh, finally introduce to you uh, our eight-legged friend. He's not usually quite so leggy. Um, this is Rana. As Pharrell looks up at the spider, he looks around and just sort of says again, I'm sorry, what was the, what was the name you gave yourselves? It's Fisherman's Friends? Hey, that, that we are. We soothe the throat, don't you know? Soothe the Speak throat? <gasps> of course, it's you guys. You, you defended the throat against the undead, didn't you? Hey, I did. Oh, fabulous. I had heard the story, but I, I didn't expect to run into you, much less, uh, well, uh, literally run in in uh, Songo's case. But you're, you're famous adventurers now, aren't you? Now? I think you'll find I've always been a famous adventurer, sir. Oh, of course, of course. I have to say, and he sort of, it sort of leans forward a little bit conspiratorially and just sort of says, I have to say, The Boonies, favourite book by far, just marvellous and to be honest you know just one of your best thank you very much I quite enjoyed chapter 15 ingenious ingenious how you solved that last trap with a tea strainer Uh, well bloody marvellous it was quite fortuitous that I actually had my tea straining set on me Mm, I have kept mine on me for just such an occasion (laughs) not that uh, well not that we encounter many traps to be honest soliloquy at this point is looking at her nails and she's got a, like a small little um, sort of camping knife out and she's just kind of like digging <laughs> at her nails. Just, uh, she's just like, he'll yeah. be out this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I have to say, we are indebted to you, my dear friends. Indebted indeed. But, uh, pray tell, why why are you in Cholt? What are you, what are you doing here? Uh, we have been in, employed to seek and uh, find the death curse. I seek and destroy... Death curse? What? The, that thing that... Oh, what is it that it does? It, it does something with magic and death. Funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, strange. Uh, it stops resurrection. <laughs> a curse called the death curse. <laughs> I believe it stops you. Um, it doesn't bring you back as you 
it, it brings you back as the undead. God. Anybody that wants to be brought back as, as themselves. It, it's a horrible, horrible curse. And you guys are wanting to stop it here? We've been employed, yes, to, to try and stop it. But here in Port Nianzaro? Well, Chout, which has happened to be in Port Nianzaro at the moment. Because ah. I, it's the only only city we know so far in Chout. So we're, um, you know, uh, getting ready and finding out everything we can first and preparing. Well, if you're here to explore Chult, then, uh, my friends, this is an even more fortuitous day than you realise. Not only have you performed a great act by uh, saving our hides here, but you happen to have bumped into the two most renowned guides of all Portney and Zara. <laughs> I'm tempted to say who's that then, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, will they be along soon? <laughs> No, no, y- you misunderstand me, sir. We are guides, you see. Oh. We, we help adventurers. We, we specifically are hired to ensure that adventurers can travel and traverse the jungles of Chort in complete safety. Oh, is that a? So when you say you're the um, you're the, the like the best guides or whatever of um, Portnoy's out. Do you mean you only know Portnoy's Oh, I would never be. I would never be so so uh, so presumptive as to say the best. We just simply we are the most renowned, of course. Well, okay, the whatever the most renowned semantics, but still, um, do do you mean that um, you only know Portnoy's or do you know other places in Chart? And if so, what places do you know? Oh, we know every nook and cranny of the jungle. Of course we do. We, we've made many, many journeys into it. And of course, with Zongo here, it makes it all the easier to transport whatever equipment we could need. And, and he sort of looks this time sort of like from side to side and he just sort of leans in and says, We have a map. Is there something wrong with your eyebrows? Is it, There seems to be things wrong with everybody's eyebrows all of a sudden. What's going on? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. They do that sometimes. Yes. We have bought ourselves a map. Come, come here. And he sort of gestures you towards uh, Zongo, who is the Triceratops. And by pulling a small tab on the side of the sort of odd apparatus that they have set across the Triceratops' back, a fold-out sort of awning pops out from the side of Zongo and gives you, like, a little space to huddle out of the rain. So the queen's still sitting on top of Zongo at the moment. She's sat there across the oh, Oh, yep. so in which case, yeah, an awning pops out on one side. It now just looks like you could step out <laughs> on one side of the uh, on one side of the Triceratops. It's, it's a VW camper. This is amazing. Farul <laughs> 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 uh, gestures uh, certainly Percival, but he is gesturing to the rest of you as well to uh, to come closer um, and see this map that he has to show you. Uh, are you all going to come closer, or is it just going to be like one or two of you? What's 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 what are you going to do? Uh, Soliquy, yeah, she she'd probably just like slide off in a cool fashion and, and be mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll sashay closer. I'll, I'm not still a spider, am I? I can't recall. Mm, I think you changed back. Yes, at the very least, if you weren't, I'm assuming you're going to now. Yeah, um, yeah, I will. I will yeah. change back. Um, Soliquy <laughs> had been sat there while listening to them talk as well because she was slightly pissed at Percival for stealing her thunder. Anyway, but she um, <laughs> so when she slides back off, she doesn't want to come across too like ooh interested. So she's still she's in there, you know. She's clearly like, all right. She's she's, she's nearby. Yeah. Yeah, but she's been like, she, she's also been a bit cool, and she's basically still like, sorting out like cleaning her nails with a um, little hunting knife. Okay, dokey. Um, Zibby, are you are you huddling close or are you sort of like keeping your distance? 
Uh, no, I wander over and sort of just stare over his shoulder. All right, then. So under the awning, Farul, with a, again, conspiratorial sort of look side to side, partly to get out of the rain and partly to sort of shield what he's about to show you from other eyes, which is kind of useless because the streets are quite deserted with the rain. Farul pulls out from an inner pocket a roll of parchment, which, to be honest, when he pulls it out, looks a bit tattered. Like, the actual edges that you can see of it have got quite a few, like, little rips and tears there, and it looks a little woebegone. But Farrell pulls it out with this kind of air of revealing a lost treasure and just says, This is the map that we have that will lead us to untold treasure, if you would be so kind as to employ us as your guides. Is he showing us the actual map? So he's not willing to open it yet without yeah. us? Not just yet. Well, he's showing you the rolled up scroll. He hasn't yet actually opened it. I was just pausing to see if any of you were reacting to no. what he just said. Rana will lean closer because... It sounds mysterious, but he doesn't really care so much about maps. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just he's just drawn in by the conspiratorial nature of everything. So he'll sort of sort of crane his head over to have a look, but he won't say anything. See, the queen looks at him a bit unsure, a bit untrusted. Not totally untrusted, but looks at him and goes, mm-hmm. mm. "Carry on, go on." Now I'm sure. Well, perhaps you have, perhaps you haven't, but you all heard of green dragons, have you not? Vicious creatures, terrible creatures. I bought this map from a sailor of some repute who told me that this particular map shows the location of a green dragon's lair, the infamous Needle. So, um, okay. you, you said you bought it from a sailor of, of uh, repute. What's the sailor's name? Do you know what? I didn't ask his name, but he seemed very confident that this map leads to the dragon's lair. And of course, green dragons are among some of the most jealous to guard their treasure holds. It will indeed be full of treasure, I am sure. Hey, the problem is it might also be full of green dragon. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Needle is dead. He has not been seen for centuries. Uh, No, no, hold on. Uh, Gondala, when was the last time Needle was seen? Decades, sir. Um... Decades, yes, decades, not not centuries, but he has been uh, uh, hibernating a long time, even for a dragon. Needle was quite old. He would have needed to come out at some point in the last, well, few decades if he actually was still alive. Just an aside, does, 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 does Rana know how long a dragon would normally live? Roll me a... That's probably a nature. <laughs> I was I was going to ask the same thing. You know, have I read anything about dragons in the the library of the temple? Again, yep. Natural twenty Na- nature oh. roll would be it. But yes, <laughs> that's nature. okay. Um, don't forget as well. Sibby's got Volo's guide. Volo's <laughs> guide to monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does indeed. He has not yet had a chance to properly read through it, as far as I know. But we got dragged to a party and it all went crazy. Yeah. You could indeed look up. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually know if dragons are in there. I think they are. Let me have a look at my copy of Volo's Guide, which I uh, only just remembered that I had a copy of. Mm -hmm. However, um, Rana's Natural 20 does tell you that... uh, Sorry, what were you looking for again, Rana? You were looking for whether or not... I uh, I wanted to know how how, how long dragons live, because if it hasn't been seen for decades, but it has a life expectancy of, you know, 3,000 years, (laughs) then it's probably just having a nap. Yeah, it's probably just hibernating. <laughs> that, quite frankly, is the takeaway from this. Farol and Gondalo are clearly convinced that Needle is dead. However, yes, you do know that dragons have an immensely long lifespan. They can 
potentially like you've never actually heard of a dragon dying of old age if they die they die because something has killed them not because they've just they've disease or yeah attack or yeah yeah that doesn't really tend to take down a dragon if i remember correctly they've got a lifespan of something somewhere in the region of ten thousand years yeah it's like it's stupid long effectively immortal yeah effectively rana will sort of look a bit skeptical and rana will say uh Dragons live for hundreds, thousands of years. Perhaps this dragon is just sleeping. Perhaps he is still in the cave, yes? Hmm. Roll me a perception, Rana. Roll that is Hold on, let's get my perception. Um eighteen. Oh, okay. Ooh, check Rana out today. So there is, for the for for a brief moment, a flicker of uh, concern. A look passes across Farul's face that's just kind of like, oh, that, hang on, that's, no, that can't be right. And then that immediately goes and he just says, well, I'm, I'm quite certain that the dragon was actually, is actually, has actually been killed, I believe. I think that's, I think that's, uh, Gondalo, is that correct? And Gondalo just kind of uh, shrugs in that sort of way that it could be a shake of the head, it could be a nod of the head. He seems very non-committal to the response. Farol, on the other hand, seems to just sort of take that as an assent and just goes, "Yes, you see, oh, he, he was he was killed. There is only, of course, one dragon that menaces these jungles." What dragon is that? That would be Tinder, my good sir. I, I'm not sure I caught your name. Rana just sort of shrugs and says, "Name is Rana." Aye, the, the dragon I speak of is Tinder, a red dragon of the south. Rana just accepts that at face value. Yeah. If this sailor was of such good repute, why would they have sold a map to a lair of a dragon that may be full of treasure? Why would they have sold the map and not actually just gone to the lair and taken the treasure themselves? Why would they be handing out a map which is such high value? Well, it seemed to me like the man was very desperate to get home to his family. I, I think he said he was from Baldur's Gate, I believe. Yes, yes, that was it. Baldur's Gate. And he needed passage to get back home. And, uh, well, he offered me at a discounted rate this, uh, this, this prize. Zippy uh, uh, sort of leans back to uh, Percy and sort of whispers in his ears going, I, I've used that one before. <laughs> When I was a bit skint and I needed some beer money, I sold, um... Actually, I think I sold one of the bridges of Waterdeep. <laughs> oh, that was you! <laughs> Kept me in beer for a week, that one. Only a week? <laughs> Bloody hell. You managed to get that by without for all hearing what you said. <laughs> Um, think because I keep mentioning the the actual name of this green dragon. Is there anything in my book of Cholton myths and legends uh, that talks about needle? Uh, roll me a wisdom, please. Uh, well, actually, wisdom should be fairly good for me. Um, so yes, it's a plus three. Famous last words, then. Uh. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. So not okay. awful, but not. The name needle does actually stir. You feel like you've read the name Needle in your book. Good. Mm -hmm. However, that wasn't high enough to remember exactly what the story was. Uh, can I have a look at the index? Uh, of course you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from just taking the book out and working it out. Uh, yeah, can I take Can I uh, take the book out, sort of shelter underneath it? Is it, uh, is it raining at the minute or is it not raining? It, it's not it raining, is, is it? It is actually, it's torrential rain. Uh, Zibi's going to sort of shoulder his way a bit further forwards into the shade of their awning 
and um, so uh, whip out the myths and legends of Cholt and see if he can spot anything about Needle. Okie dokie. Um, roll me a quick investigation check with advantage. Uh, investigation is intelligence, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. Uh, yeah. Investigation, so that's plus one. Uh, Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because we're, we're, the, we're the cleverest people in Cholt at the minute, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, the low one was a natural one. Oh, okay. uh, the, the other one was a 12. Uh, 12 altogether? 12, uh, no, yes, 12 altogether. Yes. 12 altogether, okay. So it takes a little while. So the index doesn't necessarily have needle in it. However, you are able to find one of the Cholton legends Dragons. does talk about, <laughs> yes, it does talk about a dragon that was called needle. And it was given this nickname because a creature known as a grunling managed okay. to take it down with a poison spear which is sort of like it's it's told as a tale of irony because green dragons the tale tells you are known for their poison breath and actually it was poison from a grunling that took it down however it doesn't actually explain what a grunling is uh, is is zibby reading this aloud or is zibby just uh is zibby's, fo- zibby's following it with his finger okay yeah. So I'm, I'm just imagining Zibby, Zibby there after That's this right mention enough. of has just pulled out a book and is just there in one corner of the awning with his tongue between his teeth, just like mm. so licking his finger and sort of running down the page, and, sort of, yeah. uh, uh, and then he nudges uh, Percy again and sort of like runs his finger underneath that line. And says, <clears throat> yes, makes you want to trust him more. Oh, it looks like Natalia's dropped out. The prison weasel revolted and just, like, switched off your sound. The prison weasel just shanked shank the mic. It's fine. Here's the big question, though. What's the what's the weasel in prison for? Is it blue-collar crime, or is it actually something violent? Hmm. I think violent. I think, I think he was involved in one of those betting rings where men put weasels down their trousers and place bets as to how long they can last. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, with a prison weasel, it wasn't very long. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I think a prison weasel might be quite popular in prison. Uh, if that's Was what the weasel putting a man down his trousers? <laughs> he spends his life in men's trousers. I was trying to work out like a, a pun for like the Godfather, but something to do with weasels. And the best I can come up with is just like the Roadfather, as in rodent. But that doesn't really work. Mm. It doesn't work all that well. <laughs> it's because it's not a rodent. Stoatfather? Stoatfather yeah. works. Yeah. It's a mustelid, isn't it? Stoatfather? Yeah, Stoke Father, yeah. You could say it's a Martin Scorsese film because a Martin is another oh, yeah. uh, kind of animal, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, of, it is, as, yeah. as, as the weasel family. As, <laughs> a, as Martin, Stokes, Weasels. I'm quite pleased with Martin Scorsese. That's <laughs> quite good. Even if I do say, just going to blow me own trumpet. Not like that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all good. Um, <laughs> Martin the Prison Weasel. I, I think his name should be Martin. Martin the Prison Weasel. Martin the Prison Weasel. It works. It just works so well. <laughs> Martin the Prison Weasel. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, brilliant. There's me still trying to work out at what point can I feature a Prison Weasel in this? <laughs> Maybe Rana can speak to, because he can speak to animals, maybe he can speak to a random weasel, weasel. Yeah. called Martin. Yeah, because like, I'm sure... Yeah, man! I, d- I, don't maybe know, I don't know the he, general he distribution of some... uh, weasels around the world, but I'm sure there must be some in yeah. the jungle somewhere. Maybe he can give like him some insider stuff to do with crimes, you know, a criminal circuit and stuff in, in Chult. <laughs> He's done time. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought of something better. <laughs> What's that? He's just, he's the leader of the pirates that you're trying to take down. 
<laughs> Sorry, I just I just have this image of like you're you know you're you're led onto the deck of the ship by these pirates and you're all being handcuffed and you're led into the cabin and there's this massive like weather desk you know with like the mm. windows on the mm. back of the ship behind yeah and you walk in and there's just, there's a tiny tiny chair and there's just a weasel sat on a tiny little throne yeah. uh, so, just sat there well, just, I, I, just on leaning, booster seats just, just so leaning, high enough to yeah, see like, over the desk like, I mean bearing bear in mind like a weasel's like like five inches long like they're, they're smaller than like the, the span of your hand pretty yeah. much but just sat on a tiny throne just like leaning on one with like it's little it's little it's little he's got grills in as well he's like gold yeah gold he's, grills. he's just just sat there and like it's just stroking a dormouse yeah he's, yeah, he's got one of those. Yeah, you know, he's he's got an earring. He's, stro- he's stroking the dormouse, and just as a display of power, like he just he just casually has a rabbit executed in the corner when you walk in. Yeah, uh, just snap as you go in. Ah, the fisherman's oh. friends. I've been expecting you. And I, and all I, the pirates are like bowing and yeah. <laughs> no, even better. You get you get led into the room, and there's just like there's a there's a desk, and there's this enormous man like leaning over the desk. He turns round to look at you, and then from behind him, there's just that stand aside, Stephen. <laughs> and then, and then you <laughs> see the weasel. It's just kind of like oh, that's the guy. <laughs> it's like oh, I, I misread this room entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Go fetch me my coffee. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much cream this time. I swear I'll take your other arm. Anyway, um, back, back of the plot. Um, <laughs> are, we, are we good yes. to? Yeah, yes. we're good to. Yeah, we're good to good. get back in. We, right. We went wildly off piste. Uh, <laughs> we did. Oh god. Uh, oh, it's incredible. Anyway. Um, <laughs> How was I? <laughs> Can we have a uh, quick glance at your map? I mean, obviously, I'm assuming you don't want to show us it properly, but could we have a glance to uh, to decide whether it's but worth, of course. you know, as as going with you? Uh, of course, my dear. I I understand you wouldn't you wouldn't trust a man that wouldn't actually show you the map he was promising you. No, no. Here and as he says here, he does this good flourish and just like plasters the uh, map against the side of Zongo so that you all can have a look at it and you see on the pages it looks quite faded but it is a very sort of highly stylized map that has been drawn on there but unlike a sort of bona fide cartographer's map of Cholt it's a lot more iconographic there is a path laid out clearly sort of leading from what seems to be Port Nianzaro in one corner to the destination in sort of the opposite corner but rather than being like an actual you know accurate map or anything it's really seems to be like a series of icons each one sort of pointing in a direction to keep following the path you're able to see it for a few moments before for all then decides as you're sort of like trying to take it in he then quickly folds it back up again but in that moment you can see that there are about four or five icons on the map yeah and as i say the the one in the in the left is pretty quickly recognisable as Port Nianzaro. There are the sort of four hills that make up the city. You can even sort of see there seems to have been a little drawing of the, the chain that goes across the dock. Okay. Yeah. And there are a couple of other bits and pieces. Rana, I would yeah. like you to roll me a survival check with advantage, please. Okay. Oh. Um, so that is 20... Oh, you, you're marvelous. like ninja today. Yeah. Mm. This is making up for all the times you got you lost in the jungle, I think. <laughs> um, 
Rana, you recognize a couple of the features. So the first thing that you recognize um, as you're sort of like looking at this, it's only for a few seconds, but you, you do recognize that the map seems to be showing that the first thing you need to do is travel up the Tiraki River, which is the river that sort of runs from the eastern side of Portney and Zara. So you guys went down the Shoshan Star, which was a lot more mm, safe in that one bank isn't undead infested just yeah. yet, basically. Whereas the Tiraki River, that is going through almost like the heart of undead infested area. So it's a it's a lot more dangerous. Mm. And Rana, you also see that the second icon that it sort of leads to is this sort of pillar of stone that seems to have sort of like an orange top that's been coloured on. And you actually know that this is a location you've seen from a distance. You have seen something like that far off in a valley. You have seen rising up above the tree line. There has been this sort of like tower of stone that seems to have some sort of building on top of it that does indeed at night glow orange when you've seen it. What colour is it? The only part of it that is actually coloured per se is actually the top bit, which seems to have this sort of like orange ambiance to it. The rest of it looks sort of like natural stone. But Rana, you managed to recognise those things. For the rest of you, if you want to try and commit it to memory, I'm going to need a wisdom save from you. <laughs> is this for me as well, to remember what I see? No, you. the survival check is you sort of recognising things. If any of you want to try and like commit the actual image of the map to memory, you're going to need to do a wisdom save for me. Okay. A wisdom saving throw. So yes. um, I'm guessing that's not with advantage or anything. No, so no. Six and... No. Rana, you can make this as well because again, it's about it's about trying to stick it in your mind. You've recognised that just now, but it's a question of whether or not you can manage to get it fixed in your mind. So mine's nine. Rana's on a roll, literally. Uh, Twenty-one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Super Rana. So that was. Quite so hang on. So Rana was twenty. Did you say that was twenty-one? Uh, yes, with bonuses. Uh, can I keep? Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. So. For three of you, and I'm pretty sure you can guess which three this is, um, <laughs> you pick out the fact that Portney and Zara is there and you see that there are about four or five other icons, but Farrell shows it and puts it away so quickly that you actually can't remember the rest of it. Rana, on the other hand, you get a good sort of clear image of the four icons and you think, like, later on, you could potentially recall that again. Because you haven't got the map yourself, you can't be 100% sure, but you have definitely got a step there in having okay. got that stuck in your head. Does um, any of it look similar in shape or anything to the map of Cholt that we've got? No. So that is the thing. So for all, for mm. all, then sort of puts it away and just says, as you can see, this map is to be interpreted. It is one that must be uh, studied, worked out, puzzled, and then you must find each of these features. You saw the icons on the map. Those are features of the Cholton landscape. I'm, I'm, ninety-three, four percent sure that 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 is how you are supposed to find this lair. And of course, the end. It leads to Needle's lair. The person who had the map before, did mm. they? Has anybody who had the map before them? If, if any of them ever got near there, or has there been any proof that? Um, that's how you get there or that it exists so has anybody Proof, ever my been dear, there 
My dear, I am holding the proof right here. Needle's lair is out there to be discovered. It's an adventure, my young lady. You need to go out and find this. At this, Percival's ears prick up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ah. Tell me. I've used the trigger word. <laughs> Activated him. Yeah. Rana sort of um, wiggles his head. Sort of, you know, he sort of, it, it's not quite a nod. It's not mm. quite a shake in his head. He shrugs and he says, uh, I recognise some drawings on this map. Um... It is, at least in part, accurate. At the very least, good sir, and this is Gondolo that sort of intercuts here, just kind of like, at the very least, good sir, with so many of us taking part in an expedition, uh, assuming, of course, that you choose to take us on on this mission, uh, it is worth checking out for what is there to lose. Um, an arm. Our lives. Uh, my, my, yeah, my, um... <laughs> Leg. But my uh, my favourite moustache comb. <laughs> oh, Didn't you already lose that? <laughs> I thought I did. It was in my other pocket. We're okay. Ah, <laughs> my pride, my self-respect is a lot of things I could lose. Those are gone, dear. Anyway, screw you. Um, um, but why, why haven't you already um, tried to um, find these places? Like, why haven't you? Um, if you've already had the map, why now? Why haven't you tried before? I mean, you've got a Triceratops. I'm sure there's other people who are all about the money and all about the treasures that you could have had get people. I'm pretty sure that they're just waiting for somebody like us to come along because we're great. Yeah, yeah, yes. You have it I'm precisely sure. right, Mr. Silverlight. It is indeed, it is a perilous thing to journey into the jungles. We, of course, have done so many, many times before. But it is always yes. best to travel in numbers. Safety in numbers, I believe, is the uh, is the phrase used. And uh, such a journey, well, there are dangers within the jungle. And it is necessary, my dear lady, to make sure that you take what security you can take. I was just going to say that I believe the phrase was safety in armour. Oh, you are quite right again, of course. Safety in armour. It's not safety in numbers. Sa- safety in armour. Um... Rana taps Zibby on the shoulder and sort of motions him slightly to one side as though he, he wants to he wants to say something quietly. Uh, Zibby moves over to speak to um, Rana. And Rana says, these are guides who have travelled in the jungle often, they say. We have spent much time looking for guides to travel back down the Shosun Star. Perhaps we could come to an arrangement and then he sort of points to the map and then obviously you know essentially saying that you know perhaps you know we need a guide for something but they would also like to go and get the treasure so perhaps there is something that could be arranged can we hear this or is it just uh, zibby and um, rana uh i was saying it quietly to zibby on the basis yeah. that sort of party business so to speak and rana mm-hmm. rana isn't particularly wordy enough to be confident talking to people who uh, who clearly know lots about stuff so he's more sort of if he has an idea he's more comfortable sort of <laughs> he's uh, trying to say Zibby simple <laughs> pre- no he just knows it <laughs> no he's just he's more he's uh he's not judging well no it's more the fact that Zibby can then present it but Zibby is relatively speaking sensible oh, okay. uh, 
Relatively speaking, Zippy is... Zippy, Zippy <laughs> amongst is, this group. <laughs> amongst this group, Zippy is, is, is relatively speaking stable and sensible. Second uh, only possibly to Zongo. <laughs> Yes, um. <laughs> uh, possibly only to Zongo. But the fact that Zongo was frightened of his own shadow and running through running through a city street is frightened of nothing, possibly indicates otherwise. Uh, but yes, so the, uh, Rana just says that, you know, saying, we need a guide. Uh, you know, we need a guide. They want to go get the treasure. Perhaps there is an arrangement. So I'm guessing you were sort of whispering at least sort of okay. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Zibi, uh, Zibi uh, sort of whispers right going, I really don't think we should take the first thing, first person that jumps out at us and says take me take me i think we should maybe have a look at <laughs> i think we should maybe have a look Isn't that at what you did for <laughs> yeah not Aye, necessarily but, i mean not rana did Aye, but she had, she had nice eyes <laughs> I, I think we should maybe speak to at least one maybe two of the others just to i mean these guys might be the best of the bad bunch but i think we should probably speak to the uh, at least one or two of the others to gauge a reaction Rana says, this is true. They were all supposed to have been in the jungle loads of times, so... Uh... Rana, Rana nods in an agreement, but then he sort of looks and he, he sort of motions broadly with his arm, like taking in the enormous bulk of the Triceratops. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, this beast, uh, this Triceratops... Uh, in fact, he doesn't say Triceratops, he says a word in Chelton, uh, which would just be the... His, his people's word for it. Of course, um, Clive. He said, uh, "They are they are slow." He says, "And stupid." But he says they are strong. It would be very, very useful to have one in the jungle, not just for carrying, but also for protection. As you're making all of these fine points over the thundering rain, you hear a low rumble that seems to start from in front of you and just slowly gradually builds up and just sort of sounds a lot like this. (laughs) And it's quite clear that the Triceratops (laughs) has just farted. In response to the um, epic blast uh, that Dongo has produced, Rana says it is important, of course not to travel behind them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, did you mention my name, Rana? Rana Rana just mutters to Zibi, him also. Can I ask, is the, um, is Zongo, does he eat meat or is he a vegetarian? Oh no, Zongo, Zongo is a herbivore. At that point, Farul, at the, uh, at the fart, is sort of, seems to be kind of like massaging the side of the Triceratops. Yes, I am, I am sorry, that is, yeah, that happens sometimes. I'm sure you can understand with, uh, with animals. Lactose intolerant, yes. Siliqui walks round to the front of Zongo, puts her hand in her pocket and she's grabbed a bit of fruit or whatever she's got in her pocket still from the last few dinners, you know, bits and pieces that she's kind of kept to one side mm-hmm. and just goes to hand Zongo piece of fruit roll me an animal handling check and you're proficient with land vehicles aren't you i am indeed um if you don't have proficiency with uh animal handling you gain it for this particular check cool it's more so, a land vehicles check than a um yeah, yeah. the awkward so, moment soliloquy loses a hand so animal handling is is a three so it would be that and if it's proficient it would be an extra plus two is that right 
Uh, yes, unless you already yeah. have proficiency in animal handling. I don't. Um, so that would be plus five. So that would be okay, 20. Yeah. 20. 20. Yep. Yeah, no, you're able to definitely uh, handle giving it some food and it doesn't, it does not take any fingers. It's sort of beak-like mouth is able to get it in the right way that it scrapes along and gets what, what's in your hand without actually mm-hmm. trapping any of your skin. Keeps her palm open, flat and wide. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the, and you hear a sort of like a sort of... Fingers mm-hmm. closed. Coming from the uh, triceratops. She, and then she puts her hand to the side of its head, where it, almost where it's the back of its jaw is, and just strokes it. Closes its eyes and very lazily nuzzles into the hand. While you guys have been doing that, first of all, I kind of assume that you and Farol have been having sort of like a banter back and forth. I, of I just think kind of like, so, yeah. Is there anything specific you want to touch on, George? We not, just say it's just been not like necessarily. meaningless banter. Um, I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to know where he puts the map back, um, firstly. Um, so he like puts it back into... So it sort of it goes into an inner pocket. So again, as you can probably tell, I'm basing these two off of uh, Tulio Miguel from El Dorado. So yes. it is that kind of like... It's sort of... He, he's got this like baggy shirt on and it seems to just go in the shirt, despite the fact there doesn't seem to be a pocket in there. Yes, okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're brave enough, anything's a pocket. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, nature's pocket. Even 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 an infinite jar of mayo can be a pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, we all know otters have got pockets, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Anyway, um, so yes, that's that's why you see the the map go back when he when he puts it away. Okay. Is there anything else you particularly want to ask of them? They're kind of looking at you expectantly. They've shown you the map. They've asked to to be your guides, um, and you get get the hint. They're they're kind of wanting to know. Yeah, if you guys would like to take them on. To be honest, we're not ready to be leaving anywhere just right right now. Uh, if we do want to hire you, um, what's the best place to find you? We obviously need to talk. Of course. Well, if you wish to find us, you will find us in the Old City, which, if you're looking at the uh, Port Zara map, is the top left-hand corner of um, is this but, area over here. Yep. 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 It's where the pit is, isn't it? Yes, it is where the pit is, yes. You will find us in the crumbling ziggurat, as opposed to the old ziggurat or the small ziggurat. Oh, they got catchy names then. By his, de- yes, very catchy names. By his description, is this ziggurat on the side uh, here? Okay. Yes, just ask for us by name, and uh, the fine people of the of that establishment will uh, will direct you to us. Or alternatively, if we happen to be away, you can always find us through Azon. Uh, Jobel's Jobel's confidant at uh, Golden Throne will be more than happy to set you up with a contract for us. Is that the one who wears lovely red stilettos? Indeed, he is the one. Ah, Doesn't he look just so fine in those stilettos? I I must admit, occasionally, I've been very jealous of those stilettos. Me too. He's got... The the hip swing is much more feminine than I could ever do. He's got lovely calves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and nice legs, too, for that matter. Um... (laughs) (laughs) It just <laughs> his his uh, his his herd not being mentioned. Anyway, um, yes, that is where that is where you will find us. We, of course, I, I'm sure you you already know uh, that uh, the the guides fees are, of course, uh, five. Uh, hang on, let me just find out how much it is again. I think it's five gold pieces. Yeah, it's like it's quite a lot per day. Oh, isn't yep, it? there we go. Uh, yeah, it's five gold pieces per day with a 30-day payment up front. However, for our more refined and more useful uh, help in guiding you through the jungle, we would be willing to waive these fees for, well, shall we say, equal shares of any treasure found? 
Well. Barnet just sort of shrugs in agreement. It is a way, as I say, of uh, of ensuring that there's a mutual understanding. And, you know, uh, uh, I understand that's, you know, a lot of gold for some guides. And we are most willing to uh, accommodate. Would you be willing to, like, waive your fee completely? Or would you be looking to um, reduce your fee? Well, our fee would be, as I say, any amount of treasure that we find. We just, we split it evenly between us. As opposed to paying our rates. So if we went there and it was all um, excuse of language, but bullshit, and there wasn't any treasure at all. If it was indeed uh, a bull's excrement, my dear, then bull's excrement would be our payment. It is a risk on both sides, of course. Rather you than me, for I wouldn't. I'd personally go without. But um, we often have. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? I th- I think we should talk, and I think we should. Um, Go and find them in the old city if you want to go through. Go ahead with it. What do you? Think? Yes. Well, I think uh, I think we should certainly be talking to some other uh, guides first of all. See what they say, and uh, you know. Percival, you could at least like kind of see that kind of thing. Uh, well, look, these these gentlemen, uh, men of the world, <laughs> they understand these things. You don't just go around kicking the tires and then say yes, okay, let's do this. You need to make sure you check the engine as well. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Anyway, <laughs> we should make sure that we do talk to some other people. I don't know what you're talking... What do you mean with an engine and tyres and things? I, I don't know what they are, really. I, I, um, some some a, a magical engine that I once uh, discovered. Uh, it it Quick, took me look, back... A pigeon! <laughs> talk about something else! <laughs> took me back in time when I reached 88 miles an hour. It's very strange. <laughs> That's very On the back of a gazelle, no less. Um, Rana says, I am fine with this. Decision should not be made in haste. Also, it's bloody wet. I am frozen. I, I had a, ra- a bit of a rough night and I would like to get dry and be warm. Faruling Gondalo having sort of heard that yes you're you're thinking of you know holding off reserving judgment until you've seen other other guides they assure you of course many times probably too many times um but you know they're they're trying to do a hard sale that they of course would be the best because of course you know there's two of them for the price of one or not even the price of one if you go for the uh agreement on treasure and of course they have a pack animal which is you know indispensable when you need a lot of equipment for an expedition once you've made your excuses and said no 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 we will see you later uh, they hop up onto uh, Zongo and, and ride off very slowly uh, into the distance. They say goodbye and they're still like within hailing distance for a good like two minutes or so. <laughs> while, <they're, laughs> while Zongo we walk makes by them. <laughs> well, this is a bit awkward, really, isn't it? This, yes, um, yes. We'll it's go like the other way. <laughs> it's, it's like the, the most awkward of all English interactions where you say goodbye to somebody in the evening and, and then you realise that actually you may have to walk the same way to the bus or the car but then you don't know oh do you carry on talking do I pretend to look at my phone oh it's yeah. just, just it's like, oh, God. do I actually force yeah. stop this conversation or do, do I continue I don't know <laughs> do I just cross the road even though I know we're going the same direction now <laughs> I personally always just go with I make a joke about it and I'm just kind of like oh okay right that's just me looking stupid but now it's one of those things it's, it's, it's every British person's personal hellscape that isn't mm. it like I mean, I, I just I don't think that happens in other parts of the world. I think people just oh, it just it, it feels like a very British thing. The Canadians have probably yeah. got it because they're basically hmm. basically the same. 